Amen. Well, if you haven't signed up, tonight's the night. We're looking forward to conference. It's a great time. A few days set aside to really seek the Lord and hear what His Spirit would say to the church. I know for some, you attend a lot of services, but these services are key services, not only in the year, but in the life of the church. Key services concerning the kingdom in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, and beyond as the Lord graces us with further ministry. These are key services in your life. So I'd encourage every single person here tonight to set aside the money and set aside the time and come and invest as the Lord invests in you. Amen? James chapter 3. If you have your Bibles, you can turn there. We're going to read verses 11 to 13. James 3, beginning of verse 11. Doth a fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter? Can the fig tree, my brethren, bear olive berries, either a vine, figs? So can no fountain both yield salt water and fresh. Who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. To be wise, to be one that is endued with knowledge. And the word here reads, who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Now I'm sure we've all heard this statement the proof is in the pudding. Who among you is wise? Who among you is endued with knowledge? Let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. Our lives are a conversation. Our living is conversation. That's what the Lord is speaking to us about. Who is wise? Who is one endued with knowledge? Let him show forth out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. The man that is wise or the man that is endued with knowledge, his life, his conversation proves the very fact that he is wise. And that he is endued with wisdom. A people wise and endued with knowledge. That they have this, it's who they are, it's who they become. The word conversation used here in James chapter 3, it speaks of a manner of life, conduct, behavior, deportment. You see, we can claim to be wise and endued with knowledge, but let us examine our conversation, our manner of life, our conduct, our behavior, our deportment. Our lives speak, and the Living Bible reads, if you are wise, live a life of steady goodness, so that only good deeds will pour forth. I want to ask tonight, what kind of life are we living? 
Individually, what kind of life are we living? What kind of life are you living? What kind of life am I living? What manner of conversation? Conversation has flow to it. Just as a fountain has flow to it, so too does conversation. Our lives have a flow. Our manner of life, our conduct, our lives have a manner of flow. James 3, verse 11. Doth a fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter? Is this the manner of life or the conduct or the behavior, the deportment of one that is wise and endued with knowledge? Verse 12, can the fig tree, my brethren, bear olive berries, either a vine, figs? Is this the manner of life or the conduct or the behavior, the deportment of one that is wise and endued with knowledge? And verse 12 reads, so can no fountain both yield salt water and fresh. You see, this is the truth tonight, and this is what the Word of God is saying. We cannot compartmentalize our lives. We cannot compartmentalize our conversations. We can't have fresh water and salt water. We've got to get the mix out of our lives. We have to get the mix out of our lives because that's exactly what it is. Mix. Maybe we don't think this as serious as it is. But the Word of God declares that no fountain both yield salt water and fresh. So we have a responsibility to get the mix out of our lives. James 3, verses 11 to 13, the voice reads, does a spring gush crystal clear fresh water and moments later spurt out bitter salt water? My brothers and sisters, does a fig tree produce olives? Is there a grapevine capable of growing figs? Can salt water give way to fresh water? Who in your community is understanding and wise? Let his example, which is marked by wisdom and gentleness, blaze a trail for others. What of steady goodness in our lives? What of steady goodness in our Christianity? What of steady goodness concerning our conversation? Crystal clear, fresh water, and moments later, bitter salt water. Is this the kind of life fitting the believer? I love how this reads, who in your community is understanding and wise? Let his example, which is marked by wisdom and gentleness, blaze a trail for others. The truth is, we have a responsibility. We have an opportunity. We have a command to fulfill. We have a mission, an assignment. It's a duty to blaze a trail for others. We have a responsibility, an opportunity. It's a privilege to be able to blaze a trail for others. 
See, the thing is, mix just mixes things up. And mix just mixes people up. When we have mix in our lives, and then we're trying to lead somebody right, And by the grace of God, they can find their way, but a lot of times what ends up happening, if they're looking to us to blaze the trail, we blaze them a trail full of mixture. And that's not what God is calling us to do. He's not calling us to lead others down a path full of mixture. He didn't destine us to be fountains full of mixture. And so he writes to us concerning this. I want to encourage the wise tonight, the wise among us, the wise in our community, those endued with knowledge. Let your example, which is marked by wisdom and gentleness, blaze a trail for others. Keep it up. And I want to encourage those of us tonight that lack wisdom and knowledge, the fountains that are sending forth both sweet and bitter water, Set your eyes and your feet on the trail that is blazing before you. Would you look to those that don't have mix in their lives? It's more important than we think, or than we often realize. Back to our text, who is wise? Who is a wise man? And endued with knowledge among you, let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envying, this is 13 to 17, if you have bitter envying and strife in your hearts, glory not and lie not against the truth. For wisdom descendeth not from above, but is earthly. That's this kind of wisdom. It's sensual and devilish. For where envy and strife is, there is confusion in every evil work. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. You see, conversation that is from above, that's the kind of manner of life we are to have. That's the kind of conduct we are to have. That's how we're supposed to walk and talk and do life. the wisdom and knowledge that is from above. Again, the living Bible, if you are wise, live a life of steady goodness so that only good deeds will pour forth. I won't even make that their prayer tonight, that only good deeds would pour forth. We'd get some steady goodness in our lives. So we might be those that blaze the right trail for others. Not a trail full of mixture. And I wonder what kind of trail we are blazing for others. Is it a trail blazing with wisdom that descendeth not from above, but is earthly, sensual, and devilish? Is that the kind of trail we are blazing for those that are endeavoring to follow us or that we're calling them to follow us? Trying to lead them to Christ, show them the way. 
I wonder what kind of trail we're blazing for others. Is it a trail blazing with wisdom that is from above? Is it pure? Is it peaceable? Is it gentle? Is it easy to be entreated? Is it full of mercy and good fruits without partiality and without hypocrisy? Is that the kind of trail we are blazing for others? It's how the Word exhorts us. You see, our conversation, our lives leave a trail. And that trail is clearly seen, perhaps more clearly seen than we would like to think or than we would readily admit. People can see the mixture. People aren't, aren't foolish. In that sense, they see the mixture. Even those outside of Christ, they can see the mixture. Those that are wayward in their walk or new to the faith, they can see mixture. In some cases, they may be blind to it and not understand what it is before them. We have a responsibility to keep it clean. We want our lives to be a good conversation. We want wisdom. We want knowledge that is from above. We want to live that manner of life, that kind of conduct, governed by the wisdom and knowledge that is from above. James 1.5 It reads, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally, and abradeth not, and it shall be given him. The Living Bible, if you want to know what God wants you to do, ask him, and he will gladly tell you, for he is always ready to give a bountiful supply of wisdom to all who ask him. God wants to give us wisdom from above. He wants to give us knowledge from above. And that's his heart. That's why we have the word of God. That's why we gather to church. That's why we spend time in prayer. That's why we call in the spirit to govern our lives, that in him we might live and move and have our being. We want to be wise. We want to be those that have no mixture. If we lack wisdom... Let us ask of God. The life of the believer is to be a life or a conversation of the wisdom and knowledge of heaven. How do I ensure that my conversation blazes the proper trail for others? How do I ensure that my conversation is well-pleasing unto the Lord? I mean, that's first and foremost. But how do I ensure that it's pleasing to the Lord? And how do I ensure that it blazes the right trail for others? Colossians chapter 3 verse 2 reads, Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. This is where we get messed up. When we set our affection on the things of the earth. What we read here is set your affection on things above, not on the things of earth. How easy it is to set our affection on the things of earth. By the fall, it's like default. We set our affection on the things of earth. The Lord is saying to us, it shouldn't be so. See, when we have our affection set right, our conversation will flow right. When we have our affection set right, our manner of life will flow right. 
When we have our affection set right, our conduct will flow right. When we have our affection set right, our behavior will flow right. No mixing things and people up. It'll just flow right. If we have our affection set right on the things above, not on the things of the earth, the J.B. Phillips New Testament reads, give your heart to heavenly things, not to the passing things of earth. I mean, we could ask tonight, what have I given my heart to? What am I giving my heart to? Where is my affection? Because our conversation is the proof of where our affection is set. The proof is in the pudding. My life, the manner of life, my conduct, it's proof of where I have set my affection. True. And it's clearly seen. Clearly seen. It's important. We set our affection right. And we give our heart to the right thing. And the right things. James 3.13 Who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. Now we know that the Lord sees and knows our conversation. He knows our manner of life. Even if we were to escape away to some deserted island, no longer deserted because we are there. If we were to find our place there and live out our days, God would know our manner of life, our conduct, our attitudes, all things. Nothing is hidden from the Lord. We cannot escape. He knows our manner of life. He knows our conduct. He knows our behavior. He knows our deportment. Does he like what he hears? Isn't this the most important thing for the believer? That we would please the Lord? If we set our affection right and have a burning desire in us to please the Lord, our conversation is going to flow right. And others will be led right. This trail will be blazed and it will be a trail with no mixture. Every single one of us are responsible for our trail. You think of a parent, you're responsible for the trail you blaze for your kids. I mean, that's heavy and it should be. I'm not going to make light of that. Brothers and sisters in Christ, we're responsible for the the trail we blaze for the non-believer, the trail we blaze for one another, those weaker in the faith. We're not going to make light of it. It's a great responsibility. Let's set our affection right. Romans 12, 1-2, very popular. 
We're going to read it. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service, and I know many have highlighted that. It's only reasonable. And be not conformed to this world, that is, set your affection right, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. See, some never get to the proving of it because they're constantly being conformed by the world. Don't let the world squeeze you into its mold. J.B. Phillips' New Testament, we can have the worship team return, with wise eyed open to the mercies of God, I beg you, my brothers, as an act of intelligent worship, listen to the words, to give him your bodies as a living sacrifice, consecrated to him and acceptable by him. Don't let the world around you squeeze you into its own mold, but let God remold your minds from within so that you may prove in practice not in word, not in word only, that you may prove in practice that the plan of God for you is good, meets all his demands, and moves towards the goal of true maturity. I would say tonight, Lord, help our conversation. Lord, help us to blaze the right trail for others. It's a prayer in my life. Lord, help me to blaze the right trail for others. There are people look into each of us. Sometimes we don't even know they're looking to us. Lord, help us to blaze the right trail. No mix. No mixture. Just pure. Conversation is important. and Your conversation is important. That is your manner of life. It matters a great deal. The Lord desires to use our life, our conversation, that many would see our good works and turn and glorify Him. And the Word says that. What does the Word say? Matthew 5, 16, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. And so it shows us that these things are important, that constantly from us the good is pouring out. Because of steady goodness in our lives. Because our affection is set right. Because we have a burning desire to please the Lord. And therefore, our conversation flows right. Let's make sure we are blazing the right trail and that the trail we're blazing is pure. James 3.13 Who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. Let's stand tonight. Just going to lift up this chorus and close in prayer tonight. Let's respond to the word. As we lift this up as we sing, what kind of trail are you blazing for others? What kind of fountain are you?
is a mix. Where's your heart at? What have you given your heart to? Where is your affection set? On the things above or on, on the things of earth? Lord, lead us. Thank you, Lord.